Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. Read to you by Prot and Data. Now, of course, T.S. Eliot is absolutely a brilliant poet, but I don't know if you know this, but he wrote this book called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats that then was converted into the very famous Angie Lloyd Webber musical called Cats. And it is simply clever. It's just about to spread the fangs of war across Europe. Second World War is about to begin. And right in the middle of it, T.S. Eliot writes these beautiful pieces of verse called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. The first one, the naming of cats. The naming of cats is a difficult matter. It isn't just one of your holiday games. You may think at first I'm as mad as a hatter when I tell you a cat must have three different names. First of all, there's the name that the family used daily, such as Peter Augustus Alonzo or James, such as Victor or Jonathan, George or Bill Bailey, all of them sensible everyday names. There are fancier names, if you think they sound sweeter, for some gentlemen, some for the dames, such as Plato, Admetus, Electra, Demeter, but all of them sensible everyday names. But I tell you, a cat needs a name that's particular, a name that's peculiar and more dignified, else how could he keep up with his tail perpendicular, or spread out his whiskers, or cherish his pride? Of names of this kind, I can give you a call, such as Monkostrap, Quaxo, or Coricopat, such as Bombalurina, or else Gelidorum, names that never belong to more than one cat. But above and beyond, there's still one name left over, and that is the name that you never will guess. The name that no human research can discover, but the cat himself knows and will never confess. When you notice a cat in profound meditation, the reason I tell you is always the same. His mind is engaged in a rapt contemplation of the thought of the thought of the thought of his name. He is ineffable, effable, benign, effable, deep and inscrutable, singular name.